over 10 years, and clearly the book is out before Obama in 2006, so it wasn't about him then. It's not so much about him now. It's about the state of this community. And for black people, when you're losing that fast, that's not a good picture. So a follow-up on that, not to go off on it, yeah. but the president historical election in 2008, mm -hmm. first African-American president in the country. And if you look to that, if African-Americans are turning into that audience or anybody turning into that audience, and you say what you say is true, they feel like, wow, I elected this mm -hmm. person, it's going to have a historical change, and nothing's changed. Is that problematic for him? I think that, um, I was in a conversation about this the other day, it's a brilliant question. I think that ultimately the historians are going to root for Obama. I've been thinking as I've been working on this book, what are the historians going to say about this moment? Because where black folk are concerned, you have to juxtapose two things, that in the era of the first black president, the bottom fell out for black America. In many ways, although they had a black president, they were still politically marginalized, they were economically exploited, they were socially manipulated. So how do you juxtapose those two realities years from now? I'm glad I'm not a historian trying to figure that out 20, 40, 50 years down the road. But I tell you this, I think the historians are going to root for Obama, uh, ultimately because it's a good American story. You got to say America did the right thing. They elected the brother. You know, they, it, so, it's, it's, so, you, so the story, the, the narrative kind of takes its own shape. But when they get to this part about how you juxtapose those two realities, his success and the bottoming out for black America, that's going to be a much harder story to tell. And here's what's amazing statistically. The most optimistic people in America Absolutely. are African-Americans. That's right. And because they're excited, they're still excited about this president. They still defend him, no matter what has happened to them that, economically. that attitude changes dramatically as soon as a Republican is elected? Do you I, think they become less optimistic as soon as a Republican is elected? So much of America was proud back in 2008 when Barack Obama got elected. It wasn't just black America. It was all of America. Even if you didn't vote for him, millions of Americans were glad to see that this country could make that step. What's fascinating to me that the community is suffering economically, and it is widespread suffering, and yet they still believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today. Uh, one of the things that just absolutely struck me, looking at election returns in 14 and in Louisiana um, uh, last year, is that African Americans now vote. They vote in just as heavy numbers mm -hmm. as whites, which was not the case pre-Obama. So I, I don't disagree with anything that Tavis said about their general situation. But I think uh, maybe this reflects the optimism that Frank just alluded to. But uh, it really was remarkable that there was a great, not great, there was a very good African-American mm -hmm. turnout in Louisiana and Georgia and 14, North Carolina. I think that may become a permanent condition. Al, just to turn into the State of the Union, you've seen a lot of these State of the Unions. Not to put a, <laughs> not to put an age on you, but you've seen quite a few. Um, McKinley was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, delivered in paper, delivered in paper form or whatever form he did, not on television. Um, this is an interesting context for this president's State of the Union. Is that I, that I think from a couple of perspectives. Okay, so we've had a, over the last forty years, only a few presidents elected in two consecutive terms, right? So we had mm -hmm. President Bush, mm -hmm. who arrived at his last day of the union, very bad numbers, very bad perception of the country when he walked in. Bill Clinton reversed. Bill Clinton was doing well on his final state of the union, a different way to address the country, and Ronald Reagan doing well on his final state of the union as he walked into the state of the union. Do these stated that now we're also in the context of he's giving in the State of the Union in a very heated political race where his former Secretary of State is the dominant candidate on the Democratic side. How much, if any, do these State of the Unions or this State of the Union will matter in the course of, of the president's legacy and the politics we're about to face? 
Well, not much for the latter, I think, uh, Matt. But I think, uh, interestingly, all three of those previous two-term presidents that you just uh, cited uh, face the same situation. They, they uh, two of them, uh, had their had their uh, vice president uh, running uh, running then. Um, I I think the final year stay the union, whether it was Reagan or Bush or Clinton, and tomorrow I expect Obama is about their legacy. That's why, in part, he's got to be upbeat. He's got to be can-do. He's got to say, here's the incredible things that America has accomplished for all of our problems. Uh, there will be a laundry list of sorts. There'll be some legislative uh, requests, and uh, he actually might get a few. But by and large, the eighth year is about their legacy, and I, in that context, I think it'll be very similar in theme and, and, and tone to uh, Bush, Reagan, and Clinton. Tavis, mm -hmm. there, when I listen to the criticism of this president from the Republican side, I get two completely opposing criticisms, right? The first criticism is he hasn't been a leader, he hasn't done anything, America's lost, we haven't done, accomplished anything. That's